yeah that one's big right now too like I, I'm seeing a lot of more Latino creators on my um for you page so that's so nice but yeah I think representation is so important it doesn't even have to be in the like uh fashion space mm -hmm. it could be anything I'm, like yeah. anything but I just think it's important because you just get more inspiration by women mm -hmm. who do look like you you know it's like yeah. it's not something that you need to have but it's nice it's like almost it's like if you think about your favorite movie or a novella right like if yeah. you somebody that looks like you it's like more inspiring mm -hmm. that's so true I want to if you can like learn how to spend time with yourself in like little spurts it'll help mm -hmm. you in general because like it kind of like like going to the movies by yourself I don't know like that was such a weird thing for a lot of people but like for me I would go to the movies all the time by myself like I'm really? just gonna watch a movie right or like a lot of people have anxiety with like having dinner by themselves like going out to mm. eat and like sitting in a restaurant by themselves because yeah. people are like oh my gosh I'm afraid that people are gonna think I'm a loner or whatever and it's like who cares like that's your time eat your mm. food at your own <laughs> pace like and also like when I went to Disneyland like I used to go to Disneyland by myself because oh, it's wow. like you know not a lot of people could go with me or like my coworkers were working or whatever and mm. I was like I want to go on that new ride or I want to go taste that thing like you just spend time with yourself and your thoughts and it's like really beautiful and also like traveling by yourself mm. I haven't had a lot of um time traveling by myself that's another thing I want to try to do especially now that I have like my new job but traveling by yourself I think is so important especially if you're like in if you're like not so um like out there and like you're not so like you know you don't like talking to people a lot or like you don't put yourself out there I feel mm -hmm. like traveling makes you do that because you're alone so like you know, if you go stay in hostels, like that's the perfect place to like meet people mm -hmm. where you can be like, oh, hey, what are you doing? Oh, you're going there. Can I join you? Or like, you want to go get food? Or I heard this place is cool. Or, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how you like open up and meet people and have those experiences and put yourself like out of that box. Yeah. Um, and like, that is so important. I think that's so important <laughs> to like have those, those moments. Yeah. Um, it like, it, I feel like you start to believe like, oh, like, I, I'm capable I can do these things like yeah. I'm not this weak person like I don't need people like I I think that's like really beautiful and if you can do that like yeah you'll grow as a person in general you know this hustle boss energy mm -hmm. this hustle boss mentality boss girl mentality does not work for me this is the yeah. new um empowered thriving boss girl energy mm -hmm. that we're going where we outsource and we like make sure to put our health before our business mm -hmm. before we end I want to ask like through this whole journey what are like the top you can do as many as you want but like let's say like the top three things that have happened that you were like like holy crap I can't believe this this is happening to me because like sometimes we for like we tend to forget our growth and like the experiences that we never had before but like now it's like the normal thing so I don't yeah. know, like to give people like the idea, like, oh, like this happened to me. And like if you go, if you go do what you want to do, like you're going to have those opportunities as well. So for you, what were some of those, yeah. those things? So one of the first, uh, one of the things is that I, and it wasn't all, it was based on like my personal story, but um, Our Wealth Matters was, you know, intertwined in that because it's part of my story, got featured in an article in the New York Times. And I would have never met the writer if I wasn't in the personal finance space. Um, so I was featured in the New York Times. That was super awesome. I was just like, what? <laughs> and like, you know, I bought the newspaper and I have it and I'm trying to like blow it up and, and put it somewhere to remind me of like, you did this shit. Yeah. 
Um, then the other thing was I was going to go to a personal finance conference. Like it's a bunch of personal finance content creators. Mm -hmm. They come, but you can also apply to be a speaker. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm a good public speaker. Like people need to know about this. Like, I don't know, like, we'll just, we'll put it in. So like, I, I, you know, try to write up a really good topic and I got selected to go. And that meant that I could upgrade my ticket to do more things at the event. And then I think I was going to get a refund for the beginning price that I had paid. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, and oh my gosh, that trip was so expensive between flights and the hotel that we were staying at. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I at least saved like the, the, the cost of the ticket. Right. And mm -hmm. I got to meet, um, I got to meet people that were content creators that I had known, but like mm -hmm. I now got to meet them in person, in person. And then I got to meet other people that I hadn't met and got become connected with other creators. Mm -hmm. So that was really great. And then the most, um, the third one is the most recent one where I just got my first paid collaboration, which is with a really big, um, the sponsor is a really big company. And mm -hmm. I'm just like super excited because <laughs> I was like, I know that company, like they're big in the personal finance, but like they, they have a big role in finance, in mm -hmm. personal finance in general. And I'm just like, ah. <laughs> So oh, I was awesome. like, ah, and I knew I got paid, and I'm like, maybe I could have gotten paid more, but I was like, ah, you know, it's the it's my first one, That's and it's a... like being sponsored by a big company, so yay. Um, and we're like, man, like I don't know, like because the world tells us we need to have a bunch of friends, and like we like a bunch of friends is at least like. 25 plus people, right. That are in your life. Right. Like that's in my head, what, what a lot of friends mean, but really a lot of friends to me is I want to have a solid, like three people that I love and adore. And mm -hmm. that's it. Right. My energy is sacred to me. And I don't want to just give that out to whoever. And so I've just realized that I have opinions. Like I love to be passionate about topics. I love to show up to a room and have conversations with people that actually matter. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but some people, I just feel like, are there brain cells <laughs> in there? You know, <laughs> so sorry. but literally I'm just like, damn, like how is it that you don't have opinions? And so I want to be surrounded by people that are opinionated, that are driven. And so now I'm like, okay, in order for me to weed out the people that I don't want in my life, I have to be myself. And if my energy scares you, then thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, yeah. So another experience that really shaped me is kind of showing my mom, like, this is what I'm proud of, you know, because for the longest time, my mom has been super against cussing. And mm. so I was very nervous for her to see, like, everything is like, oh, pendeja this, chingona this, mm. you know, like. Yeah. um so it was really just a way again of just me saying like I have nothing to be ashamed of like you know so I remember she came over to help me package and I was so nervous I was like oh my gosh like I'm gonna about I'm about to get a scolding you know so she didn't know that you had the mm -hmm. okay yeah I hadn't told her and and in fact I was actively trying to hide it from her <laughs> Like whenever she would come over, be like, oh, "Okay, the sweaters," or only show the like the cutesy ones, you know. And so when she came over with my dad, because initially it was just been my dad helping me package my mm -hmm. sweaters. And so when she came over, I got so nervous. I was like, "She's gonna read them right away," and I was like, "Maybe no trajo sus lentes." <laughs> but it actually helped that my dad was there because he was like, "Oh, he was like holding a mask." Like, oh, yeah, like look wife you know 
um so I feel like a lot of this a lot of this year is just me like facing things head-on kind of like how I initially faced things when I first became a mother like no now it's time to face things that I'm afraid of maybe people perceiving about me mm-hmm. and not just um with like the public but people in my life that I care about and that I love and that maybe I've molded myself to be different in front of mm. and kind of just stop doing that you know because that takes effort and that's just so like it's exhausting to be someone else around certain people so I'm learning to you know fully embrace myself and that was like the catalyst you know mm. that experience with my mom was a catalyst of like maybe the reaction I think I'm gonna get is not what I'm gonna get you know like the mm, reaction I'm back, afraid yeah it goes back to expectations like what mm-hmm. from which lens are you actually like looking at it from yeah that exactly awesome. so yeah so I thought I was gonna get one um reaction and ni paso I'm like all that anxiety <laughs> all that hiding all that was for nothing you know like mm. so I think finally I'm at this point where I'm like you know again like I said proud of what I'm doing proud of who I am proud of what I've accomplished and now it's time to you know not let anyone stop me from Mm -hmm. being myself and being authentic you know what were your top top experiences through this whole journey in in Cintitulo and then like in your personal life as well if you have any I'm pretty sure you do um but like your top experiences that you had like achievements wins like small or big any of them We are an online store. However, we got an opportunity to do a pop-up like in a physical location for mm. two months. So mm. when we opened that up, that was that was nice to have a home away from home for Cintitolo. Um, our first event, we it was a small, it was one of the first events after COVID. Mm. I remember that. And we got like over a hundred RSVPs in this space. Oh. I think only uh, the space was not allowing a hundred people. And we had a line, we had a line oh. and it was hailing or snowing, one of the two. And people were waiting in line. Wow. I I came outside and I gave people shots, like tequila shots to say, <laughs> thank you for being in line. So that was one of our earlier accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think what else our Cintitolo Cinco de Mayo first mental health discussion was was really nice because it was a full fruition of what I've been working on for months mm-hmm. um we've gotten a scholarship with Soho House um in terms of like working on projects and that project mm-hmm. was actually the Cinco de Mayo event so mm-hmm. having resources like corporate resources has really helped um elevate and really speed up our process on what we want to do um mm-hmm. personally i always go back to like the traveling aspect but like peru peru was one of the countries that i've wanted to go to since i was young mm-hmm. i was always gravitated towards like the the indigenous fabric and and the colorfulness and i was mm-hmm. like i don't even know like any peruvians <laughs> or about peru itself but it just looks so beautiful and just like being there in person and mm-hmm. and um, experiencing the, the natural beauty of like the Andes Mountains and alpacas just walking around like on the street <laughs> and the indigenous ties too of like in school they learn the indigenous language and mm-hmm. how they speak on 
the knowledge aspect of like their ancestors is just a beautiful mm-hmm. thing um whereas like in, in mexico sometimes i can get um lost generation from generation just because of colonizers um <laughs> wanting to wash it out um yeah. but that was that was refreshing to see mm-hmm. um personally i i also i don't even know if you know this but i also work like a nine to five oh yeah job and i think one of my accomplishments yes was starting off in that but then also like knowing utilizing my voice to advocate for when things aren't right Mm -hmm. so having to go through the process of standing up for myself and being like this is a toxic work environment Mm -hmm. it's something that i recently had to go through and although it was like one of it was it was tough to go through and and go through repeating my story and these examples of like microaggressions or um micromanaging or whatever it may be of like this isn't healthy and just because you pay Mm -hmm. me doesn't mean that you deserve to treat me in x y and z format so really just being on the other side of like being in a healthier work environment um it's tough to do but i'm glad that mm-hmm. i did it in toda tu trayectoria de, de empezar ese negocio y a lo en tu vida personal cuáles han sido esos cuáles han sido esos logros que que tú que si maribel de hace cinco o diez años no se hubiera imaginado que que lo ha logrado este fue estar en un artículo del New York Times a donde se mencionó el trabajo que hago y yo digo qué ah ya lo ya lo ya lo imprimí nomás no lo he colgado no sé si se vaya a ver a ver este le dije a mi mamá algunos en la oficina pero no menciona por no me menciona por nombre nada de lo que ah no se va a ver oh, pero ya lo hice en grande no se ve Voy a tener que quitar el blur, pero bueno, es el artículo del New York Times, ya lo hice en grande. Uh-huh. Y digo, oh, yo nunca hubiera pensado que así hubiera. Oh. Si me puedes mandar una foto para que lo pueda poner, a lo mejor acá sí, en el video. O si, este, para las personas ver. que están viendo. <risa> no puedo cambiar el, el, el background now, ¿sí? Eh, no sé, honestamente. Oh, ya, yeah. creo que sí. Sí, para las personas que nos están viendo, nos están enseñando uh-huh. el... El newspaper, se puede decir. El artículo, el artículo. De que salió en el nuevo, del New York Times <ríe> y en la foto salió mi mamá. Así oh. que este le dije, oh, si va a venir este, van a hacer un artículo sobre mí y esto y el otro. Y no siempre se, no siempre se meten las cosas de, de Our Wealth Matters, pero ese día pues se vistió y se sentó afuera <ríe> y digo, no, este era blanco, no, ya sabía lo que iba. Mm-hmm. Oh, qué lindo. Hay otras um, cosas que, que también... ¿Te han pasado? Este, ¿No te acuerdas que había mencionado la otra vez? Um, tus pagas de um, brand, brand membership, like paid membership. No, no paid membership. Um, brand partnership. Ah, ok. No sabía si lo había este, mencionado o no porque como pasó tiempo. Este, eso agarré uno de los primeros este, paid collaboration. O sea, que mm-hmm. tú colaboras con otro creador o colaboras con una compañía y este te pagan por esa colaboración uh-huh. y la colaboración fue específicamente para um, incrementar el conocimiento e incrementar la curiosidad de la comunidad latina para que aprendieran 
uh, finanzas personales y este ahora ya salió el video en inglés y en español y mu tuvo muy buen engagement este uh -huh. o sea mucha gente sí lo vio Obvio. y les encantó a los patrocinadores uh -huh. y a la cuenta con que con quien colabore así que este digo oh ya ya o sea ya por fin me pagaron por algo del trabajo y que estoy haciendo así que uh, eso fue exciting sí y eso es lo que se llama exciting um, <ríe> me recuerda esa escena cuando Selena tampoco sabía cómo decir esta palabra creo que es emocionante sí Sí, fue muy emocionante. Digo, emocionante. oh, que se van a pagar. Sí, y eso es lo que hablamos también de, um, en otro episodio, donde tú ya empezaste como esto y mencionaste como, like, oh, si me pagaron bien o, bien o no, pero es como tú ya en, en el futuro ya tienes esto, es como ya puedes como... Uh, Usar esto us como, oh, he trabajado con esta uh -huh. compañía. Este, bueno, ahora que ya pasó la colaboración, uh -huh. ya puedo decir, los patrocinadores fueron Experian, que fue, son uh -huh. uno de los tres burros grandes en Estados Unidos, uh -huh. a donde uno puede chequear su estatus um, de crédito. Uh -huh. Y me dijeron, este, los con la cuenta con la que estaba trabajando, me dijeron, no tienes que mencionar nuestro nombre, nomás vamos a estar en la mm -hmm. descripción, pero ni tienes que mencionar nuestro nombre, no tienes que hacer resumen del artículo, nomás te vamos a dar unos links para artículos y tú nomás sacas un concepto de ahí mm -hmm. y no nos tienes que poner watermark, nada. Y yo digo, oh, no, wow. pues está bien. Y solo hables, el video era sobre cómo puedes hacer los tres pasos para hacer dinero mientras que duermes sin tener que arriesgar tu dinero. Mm -hmm. Y hablé sobre las cuentas de alto rendimiento de ahora de cual hablamos en este episodio también, sí. pero si lo quieren ir a ver, vayan a verlo, está en inglés y en español, y este, igual, y no, me dijeron, no tienes que vender nada, nada, no tienes que puchar ni siquiera nuestro producto, así que yo, no, oh, pues wow. está bien. It's so crazy to kind of think about one, just over my different career paths over the last, like, decade, and, um, and everything I've accomplished thus far, um because we came and i really try to you know stay humble about this and remember um i'll never forget like you know where we came from and immigrating from peru and um living in a house when i was six years old with all my family members including my aunts and uncles like we lived in a house in a three-bedroom house with i would say probably like 15 people and that's and i mean thankfully all my family and I are so so very close but you know it was definitely like those days were building us up to and setting that foundation to our work ethic and mm -hmm. to and motivating us to like being able to, to get what we have today so i think one of my i feel like one of my biggest accomplishments um one is kind of just my inner work and the confidence that I have built over time. Um, I feel like that I really need to acknowledge kind of and celebrate myself in that sense, because I, like I said, not only was I just so shy, but um, I think my, my shyness just really stemmed from not knowing, not knowing my identity, like not really being able to, um, I was trying to identify as, you know, I, I was obviously, I was Latina. I, I'm Latina. I was born in Peru and I came here to the United States when I was six years old. But when I came to the United States and I, um, joined second grade, 
I had been trying to adapt to a completely new lifestyle and trying to fit in into into this new society and this new world and this new language Mm. and and that really was just such a big experience that I'll never ever forget because I remember my my brothers and I we would go into uh different stores and we would hear people speak a language but we didn't know what it was so then but we wanted to fit in so we Mm. would our own language and it was literally just like it wasn't a language it was just blabbing things and speaking gibberish what that's what you're speaking speaking gibberish but we were speaking gibberish because we thought we were fitting into other people speaking a different language um and yeah and it was just very much this experience of um trying to figure out who who i really am um as a latina immigrant and um and then also you know adapting to culture and and society here mm-hmm. um and so i feel like that really took a toll on my confidence and that really took a toll on me be able to express myself and being myself in front of people um and so i would always kind of be in the background and not want to be the center of attention and um or i would be scared to answer questions even in class because am i going to say the right thing um so that really took a toll on myself but now i having the confidence that i do now it's honestly like um to 10 year old me would be so so proud to be like who are you like oh my god go hide behind the curtain <laughs> Um, but I think that would be one of my biggest, biggest things. Um, top achievement. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk about my business. So when I started my business, um, I, I think I was just kind of like, let's see, let's see what, um, like I kind of wanted to work with everyone if I'm being honest, but now Mm -hmm. I'm being very selective. Like I don't work with everyone. And so, uh, and when I said I don't work with anyone, I don't mean like mujeres, right? I mean like corporations, like I get hit with pitches all the time, like, hey, can you make this post on your Instagram or can you add this announcement on your podcast and we're going to pay you X, Y, and Z. Mm. And to me, I don't care how much you pay me. I don't care if you want to pay me $10,000 for an Instagram post, right? Like I'm not going to take it. If it doesn't serve my community and if it doesn't serve the mujeres that I want to help, I don't care if you're Tony Robbins, I'm not going to do it. And that has been one of the most satisfying things in my business, because when you are building wealth, when you are, you know, um, when you're financially secure, when you're financially Mm -hmm. at peace, you don't let a dollar figure distract you from oh, wow, one post is going to pay me 10000 Let's do it, right? Like, you don't do that. You actually get to say, no, thank you. Your, mm-hmm. your business doesn't align with my vision and my mission and my community, so no. And so that, to me, has, has given me the power that I feel like was taken away from me when I was in corporate America, when my boss used to tell me, like, you could only make so much, right? Yeah. And now I get to be like, well, you only get to do my business with me if you're if your values align with my company values. So that's number one. And then number two, I manifested a huge 
what I think is a huge speaking opportunity with another um, company that is all about helping Latinas. Mm -hmm. And I've been working on just manifesting, making it happen. And it actually came through, I w it was in my inbox this year, like the invitation for me to speak. And, and that just shows that when you don't make everything transactional, things come to you. If you are listening to this podcast and you felt inspired, you know, whether Andrea just give you the chills or I give you the chills, like that is a sign that you are ready to build generational wealth. It's not about just ditching your debt. It's not just about, you know, launching your business idea. It's about generational wealth because mujeres, Latinas, you know, people of color can and should be thinking about creating wealth. Because we are not just the help, we are the new investors and we are the new and future millionaires. I've had a really, I mean, honestly, like I've had a really cool life. So like, I'm really happy, I'm, I'm 30 and I just like, I'm really proud of my life and how it's happened and how my community is like so curated and like, but like not in a fake way, in like a very purposeful way. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so for example, if I hadn't stayed at in, in Tucson in Arizona, where I went to college um, and mm -hmm. that was not where I wanted to go. I wanted to go out of state, you know, but I stayed there. And because I already had a network there, I already had so many connections. I was able to stack my resume mm -hmm. because they already knew me. And so long story short, that's why as soon as I graduated, I got a job teaching at an international school in Ecuador. Um, so oh, I was wow. teaching music at a really, really high level. Like, um, like international schools are known for being some of the best pedagogical areas that you mm -hmm. can, and so I'm 22. My first two years of teaching, I was with incredible teachers, like wow. who are never settled and who always wanted something better and mm. better and better and better, right? Then, like, fast forward, if I hadn't done that, I hadn't met Luz, I wouldn't have gotten married. I wouldn't have ended up in LA opening a school. Like, I went from having zero instruments, zero inventory, to now I have like a $250,000 inventory. Wow. And that was the thing, like, I figured out how to start a music program from having nothing for the entire first semester. Like I had nothing, nothing. Wow. How do you teach band and orchestra without that, right? Um, and again, like what am I, what I, what I was developing there is like buy-in. Like I, mm -hmm. I can get students, I can get, te which teenagers by the way, love them, but they're hard <laughs> to convince me things. Um, so I can get teenagers to buy into something that they wouldn't normally do. I can get like parents, like stakeholders involved. Mm -hmm written and won grant applications, you know? But if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't have, if I hadn't moved to LA and I hadn't started teaching in Maywood, I would not realize the huge need that I had for mm. like for RPF, for realistic personal finance within this community. Mm. If I hadn't done that, probably wouldn't have gotten into Columbia. If I hadn't gotten into Columbia, then I wouldn't have debt. If I hadn't had debt, then I wouldn't have need to actually get myself educated. Mm. And, Right. And then yeah. if I hadn't also, if I hadn't gone to Columbia, like I probably wouldn't have won a Fulbright. And my Fulbright is what sent me to Ghana. And like Ghana, I started to deal with more like, um, like more identity based conversation. Like it's just, mm. is crazy how life works in this way, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, it's just, it's a, such a beautiful, chaotic thing, you know? Yeah. And I, I I didn't hear the best part. Sorry. It's a beautiful mess. <laughs> yeah, and and a lot of like the spiritual stuff or um, personal development. It's you don't you shouldn't see a specific situation as good or bad. 
Because like you said, like that, it's not like people will say, oh, it's bad, but it wouldn't have taken to to where you, where you are now, like learning about all this stuff. So yeah, okay. don't don't judge the, I think there's a quote about that. I'm not sure, but yeah, don't judge the situation um, at the end. Do you have any others like, uh, like maybe like your, your first big month um, with RPF or? Um, this month, we're in it. <laughs> we're in it, right? <laughs> this week, this week. Um, yeah, like I mentioned, I just, I had to put on like a vacation response automatic. Mm. Like, and it doesn't say that I'm on vacation. It's just, <laughs> you know, you can like template it where it was like, hey, if you're interested in coaching, this is our calendar. This is more about what we do. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sure you probably got it if you email yeah. me. <laughs> I was getting so many emails that I, I could like I could not get mm. to them. And most of them were like, I want to do a coaching session. So I was like, cool, here's your calendar. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, it's just three X clients in like two weeks. That's crazy. Like, yeah. That's a crazy amount of growth. Um, and I went from 4,300 followers to like 12.1-ish now, you know? Yeah. Um, again, the same amount of time off of one video. <laughs> and in one week, the span of one week, I had an interview with Huff, like Huffington Post, Huff Post, mm-hmm. and an article that's coming out tomorrow. I had a creator brunch that was like yesterday, like invited to, and like she, loc- she invited me to be like on her advisory board as like the financial expert yeah and then you know i had a pod like you like with (laughs) like it's cool it's so amazing to feel like what i'm doing matters for people because i kind of i felt it i felt it in here um but i'm seeing it's like the the fruits of of my labor i guess a little bit more you know um i'm just excited for everything that's this is just the beginning <laughs> um i think like honestly i feel like you can be anything you want to be for real like i feel like um my my Lati- my latinx experience my personal experience i was i was kind of never told that um not like in a really like in a way that made me believe it like mm-hmm. i heard it from like some of my tias or like cousins mm-hmm. but like I never was really told that in a way that I believed it. And I feel like other communities, like when they sell their, you know, they're really um, good at telling their um, kids and like their yeah. communities that they can do whatever they want. And I, I honestly do feel like that. I feel like if you put like your your mind to something, you can you can get it done. And like, if you feel like you don't deserve a seat at the table, we all do. Like, I look forward to the day that like, I'm in an engineering meeting and like, like about a project and like, there's more people of color. Like, I look forward to that day that I come in and there's like another Latina at the table, you know? And I just feel like the the feeling of que no, no los merecemos is something that is so ingrained in us because people have always told us we can't do it. Like we can't, we can't do anything, you know, like we can't um, break those curse, those generational curses, or we can't break the glass ceiling or we can't break, you know, like you're just not meant to be here. So I, I think my advice or like my pep talk is like, you really can do anything you set your mind to if you work hard enough for it. Like, I I believe that I really truly believe. (laughs) (laughs) que si realmente quieres esta vida, o sea, la vida que estás viviendo, esa vida miserable que te tiene atada, ¿de verdad quieres esa vida toda tu vida? 
Yo me lo he preguntado muchas veces y digo, no, ¿qué necesitas entonces para cambiar? Si no puedes con dos, tres, cuatro cosas, empieza con una. Por ejemplo, el leer, para nosotros como latinos, el leer es un trauma. O sea, uh -huh. eh, yo me dormía cuando quería yo leer, al principio cuando yo quería este, leer, iba yo tres, cuatro páginas y ya estaba yo cabezando, cabeceando. Entonces, este, 10 minutos de lectura o 5 páginas, las que aguantes, no te esfuerces tanto, no necesitas, poco a poco, esto es paso a paso. Eso va a comer uno por ciento. No, y se vuelve un hábito, uh -huh. vuelve un hábito algo que no te guste. Esa es otra creencia limitante. El pensar que todas las cosas que tienes que hacer es por gusto, por pasión, no. Yo he aprendido que se tienen que hacer las cosas por necesidad. Unas. O sea, tienes que empezar a hacer las cosas uh -huh. o, o hacer algunas cosas por necesidad para llegar a tu pasión. Uh -huh. Por ejemplo, eh, una de, de mis cosas que, de algo que yo aprendí es el manejar. A mí no me gusta manejar un carro, o sea, yo nunca me imaginé manejando un carro. Uh -huh. Y ahora que lo hago, digo, wow, wow es, super es, es increíble, es increíble que a mi edad yo haya aprendido a manejar. Y, y es algo, este, que si yo no me, yo, si yo hubiera yo estado de necia, es que a mí no me gusta manejar. E, eso es una limitación y es algo que, que, que me limitaría para mi progreso de, este, de progreso personal y mi progreso profesional. Y mi, imagínate, el inglés, el inglés, es que no me gusta aprender, pero ni siquiera lo has intentado. Muchas personas ni siquiera lo o intentan. Las o las estrategias, porque en la escuela no te, de una manera. no te enseñan este como deberían. O sea, las escuelas como que te limitan también. Yeah. Yo me di cuenta de eso, porque yo decía, tantos años yendo a la escuela y yo no sé nada. Diez años. Pero no, pero no es que no sepas, porque yo sé leer, sé escribir, entendía yo nada. Pero yo decía, ¿por qué no entiendo a la gente cuando habla? Yeah. ¿Por qué? Porque no estaba yo, como tú dices, llevando la estrategia correcta. Entonces, ahora lo entiendo y lo estoy llevando a cabo. Todo eso, o sea, tiene uno que buscar maneras de cómo, cómo hacer las cosas. Yeah. No todo es tan difícil como parece, y mucho menos imposible. No hay nada imposible, ni la muerte, imagínate. El, el primero, cambiar mi mentalidad. El cambiar la mentalidad es este, increíble porque te abren las puertas a un mundo bien diferente al que está uno acostumbrado. Mm -hmm. El segundo es este, aventarme con todo y mi miedo Hacer cosas que no pensaba yo, por ejemplo, las clases de costura, mi viaje a Texas, <risa> este, el manejar y ahora empezar un negocio. Todo eso es este, para mí logros grandes, grandes, <risa> aunque para otros sean pequeños, ¿verdad? Uh -huh. Pero para mí son grandes. El, mi familia, definitivamente el cambio ha hecho un cambio en mi familia, no nada más en mí. El esfuerzo, la dedicación y todo el empeño que yo he puesto en mi persona se ha reflejado en mi familia, en mis hijos, en mi esposo incluso, porque somos, de, otra, otra somos cabeza, 
dura y es, es bien bonito cuando tú te das cuenta que puedes cambiar a las personas sin tener que obligarlas, sin tener que jalarlas, estarles diciendo. Porque con el simple hecho de que ellos te vean, ya estás haciendo el cambio. Entonces, es bien, este, bien bonito todo eso. La familia para mí siempre ha sido bien importante y al hacer el cambio para mí y que se refleje en mi familia, es un logro que creo que es el más grande de todos, definitivamente. I... Something really beautiful that someone shared with me one time and it really opened me up is that like, it's a really sad, it's a sad reality, but it's a real reality. It helps you work towards the things you want. But like a lot of these spaces were never carved out for people like us. A lot of these jobs and careers were never like, we're the new generation to where like we get to become the face of these like positions that like our families and other generations and other people were never able to fill. Like they were genuinely like created for like white working American people. And so as the years have progressed, those people have had to conform. So these roles have had to become more diverse. Like diversity hires are a real thing. Like being proud of where you come from is now a valuable marketing tool. Like being, not white is like popular and it's like it's 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 really shitty to say but it's just reality is that like now people want people with curly hair now people want people with bodies that are more curvier now people want different faces for brands and and different celebrities that aren't white and don't have like white privilege like yeah. now is the time that we are valued appreciated and maybe you know there are there are still things that are corrupt because it's the world and that's just how life is but there is space for us and so if there was ever a time to do the things that you love it is now because now people are like we want the mexican american <laughs> we want the girl from Honduras, like we want the girl from Guatemala, whoever, like Dominican <laughs> Republic, like, you know, we want more Latina, Latine, like Latino artists, like we want more creatives, like they want yeah. more, you know, however you identify, but really like, you know, I know they're looking for like more female music directors, like more mm -hmm. people in production, like, you know, whoever it is, obviously, however you identify is fine, but it's like, it's just that idea that it has become so open. Yeah. It has become so accepting. And because there have been people before us that have paved the way for many years, they've created smaller communities and have fought fights for us that like younger generations are able to like truly enjoy. And like the more people join, the more people pursue their passions, you're paving the way for like future generations and you're gonna make it 10 times easier for, you know, the other like Mexican American or Puerto Rican or Dominican kids yeah. later on and you know, the years to come, but it's it's so beautiful because there is space the space is welcome there are a lot of people advocating for people like us now and yeah. a lot of these companies have had to conform because they've been canceled or they've been called out and that's just the reality a lot of people aren't going to take it anymore and so if there was ever a time to do everything you love it is now because we have the education we have the resources i mean even if you don't have anyone in your family or friends or close proximity to guide you there is information out there that was already set up for you to find. You just need to be curious. Like you need to be excited mm -hmm. and motivated and, you know, give yourself the chance. I think a lot of people like because they come from small towns or because they've never seen anyone do it, there's that natural fear. So I think if you can push past the fear and say like, 
I deserve this. I am worthy of this and change your mindset of how like you get to experience life. Like it's your opportunity to get the most out of life. Like no one else is going to get the quality of life for you. You have to do that for yourself. Like if you see something and you want it, like you have the opportunity to do it. There are tools available to you. You just have to like desire it for yourself. And if that means like taking a month to say like, okay, maybe those things feel really big. I'm going to just empower myself. Like I am worthy to go on a walk. I am worthy to wake up and be excited about my day. Like I'm, a, I'm worthy to have people in my life that truly value and cherish me and encourage and build me. And if that's like your first step, do that. And then as time progresses, like you're like, no, I deserve to have a higher pay. So I'm going to quit my job and go get another job. Cause like, mm -hmm. I, I deserve that. I'm a hard worker or like, I don't know. I want to make music, but I don't know what to do. Okay. I'm going to watch YouTube videos. I'm going to buy some equipment. I'm going to figure things out. I'm going to like see who's in my local community and who would be down to like, you know, teach me or work with me or even like take a piano class from like an old lady. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like you just have to really be, you really have to give yourself a chance. I think that's the one thing I've learned is that like, you don't want to be you know, years down the road and be like, dang, I wish I would have done that, you know? And I think you can do anything at any age. I feel like now yeah. it's like so encouraging of, you know, that idea that like you don't have to be a specific age to do something. Like, I think as long as you have that inner, inner self-talk and that inner positivity and that excitement, like you deserve it, go after it. And like, no one can tell you different because there have been other people who have been in your shoes yeah. so many times before. So yeah, I think... I think that's how I feel about that. <laughs> and I get this question and I always have the same answer. And it's so cheesy because I work at Nike. <laughs> but literally <laughs> just, just do it. <laughs> because um, when I was a freshman in college, I wanted to be on YouTube and everything. I was so nervous that like the other girls in the dorm would make fun of me. But I wanted to do a dorm tour so bad. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I wish I would have done it. But yeah. it was one of those things that when I started content creation – I was like, it was during a pandemic and I was just like, you know what, like F this, I'm going to do it. Like, I don't care what people think about me. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was one of those things where I was like, okay, I just have to do it. Like, yeah. I won't know until I try. And same with the podcast, you know, like my podcast doesn't get that many views at all, mm -hmm. but every day I'm, or every time that I put out an episode, I'm like, we just, let's just do it. And like, who knows? Yeah. Like, maybe it'll help one person, one person. you know? Yeah. yeah. And then um and we can go over it's fine but um what was I gonna say um oh dang it there's something <laughs> to say oh right also feeling like um I don't know if this really relates to what you asked me but before I even like did any of those speaking um events or my podcast I never felt like I was worthy enough if that makes mm -hmm. sense like because I was like oh who's gonna want to hear yeah. my story like no way um but ever since like sharing my story and starting the podcast like you know it's had really good reaction and response mm -hmm. so it's one of those things where like if you if you don't feel worthy or you don't feel like you're enough to start doing what you want to do you most definitely are but you just yeah. literally have to do it but yo les daría el consejo que se enfoquen a lo que quieren y que realicen lo que quieren porque tampoco les puedes decir háganlo si no les gusta Es como les vuelvo a repetir, es como a mí me decía mi suegra, vende chalupas y le decía yo que no. Uh -huh. Ya cuando vi la realidad de que sí vendía y que sí se le ganaba, fue cuando yo me enfoqué más a la chalupa. Uh -huh. La comida también se le gana. Sí. Cualquier negocio se le gana, es echándole ganas sí. 
sí. enfocarse a ello y tenerle fe y pedirle a Dios primero, que es el único que nos apoye en todo. Mm. Y que sí, de que se puede, se puede. Salida sí, de sí. There's so much growth in being uncomfortable. I have had my fair share of projects that ended up so awful, but they're like, you have to get past the bad stuff to get to the good stuff, like regardless of what you're doing. So like when I was a videographer, like I've made some horrible, horrible videos where I'm like, I cannot believe I charged somebody like money for this, even websites. Like now I'm like happy with everything I make, but I've definitely like, don't be discouraged if like it's not amazing you know right away because it's it's not going to be amazing you know like when you're first getting started um it's just like a natural part of the process and the faster that you can get through the bad the faster that you can get to the good and i'd say like advice for getting started really tap into your local community like wherever you are find the small businesses and work with them entrepreneurs love working with entrepreneurs so oh, really? um absolutely yeah i've definitely some we all like want to support each other because all of us are like you know, defying the odds and not having a normal job yeah. and like doing it on our own. So it's like, we all want to like support this community of business owners. Oh, wow. So definitely like go to other business owners, go to those events where it mm -hmm. could be like, I go to an event here in Omaha that I found where it's like women and entrepreneurs and I got to find oh. really cool clients here. I got clients yeah. out of just going to those events and networking. So just put yourself out there, talk to people, mm -hmm. offer to do things for free if you're just getting started and then, you know, start to charge slowly yeah. and yeah. You're so capable of doing everything you absolutely want to do. Please do not limit yourself just because of like what we're told to do or that you, there's a specific path that you have to follow. Like regardless of where you are, there's so much room for you to like make it your own and just like make it fit to you. So sending you all love. Like, you got this. You got <laughs> Life is short. Okay. You don't, it seems like you have so much time on this world, but it's a really short amount of time and taking every single moment that you have because you have family, you have friends, you have yourself and be in the moment and taking every single little thing that you have um, because like I said, life is beautiful. And even if some days are bad and some days are better than others the bad the good weighs over the bad yeah. um but yeah I my advice is just think about those good days and take in the good days and then when you're having a bad day try to make it a better day. I mean, that's what I do. I like to, I like to, when I'm having a bad morning, sometimes I wake up and I'm just like, this is going to be a bad morning. I already mm -hmm. feel it. I can feel it. The morning's going to be bad. And I try to change my mindset before I start to have that negative mindset mm -hmm. because I don't want to make my day any worse than it already was that same morning. Mm -hmm. So just taking, taking life, taking the moment, and be in the moment because if you are in the past and if you're in the future, that's when things get a little bit messy. Mm. <laughs> know that you deserve it, one, and keep telling yourself every single day, like, merezco esto, merezco this, this, and that. Merezco uh, an amazing life. I merezco gozar mi vida más. Merezco comer comida deliciosa. Merezco 
viajar, merezco, like all these things where because thought work is kind of like repetition, 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 you start believing it, you start believing it even though it's not like there or even doing the opposite, like start taking action so that or simultaneously start taking action so you start believing like, oh, because I did this and my thought work, my thought is aligned, then it, then it's true, you know? So it's a lot of mindset work, a lot of action, taking actions. Um, it's not just think, 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 think. It's also act, 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 act. So just a lot. Of, maybe I could talk about this in another podcast episode, the things that I've learned. Or I have some ideas that I, I'm, I have, so I'll stop talking. <laughs> I'll stop talking for now. So just know que te lo mereces and just keep repeating that to yourself. The best thing they could do, and this is straight from like, that you know pioneering wizard louise hay the best thing they can do is sit in front of a mirror and just be with themselves and just start with silence and eventually they can start adding words like hi and i love you but that might take time she has a book called mirror work Right. I totally bite off of it and have a have a zone for you know self love. But her book, it's like nine dollars. It's called Mirror Work. It will. It is the. There is no guru. There is no person in the world who does not use mirror work in their process. Okay. Even if they don't mention a mirror, some will always have affirmations or they'll always have words. But Louise Hayes mirror work is, you know, $9. Yeah. And if you don't have the guts, if you don't have the $9, that's fine. Just sit in the mirror. Just sit with yourself and you sit with yourself, read a book, read kind words. If you can't, you don't have the guts to say them out loud yet. Mm -hmm. Read kind words and then look at yourself and you will literally see your face change. Mm Yeah, because it's wrong something. When you're in luteal phase, also known as queen. Don't do it. Queen. That's the second phase? Third phase? Yeah. Why is that? Why Why not during the third phase? Uh, Because queen is all about stating the whole truth, the ugly truth. Mm -hmm. And sometimes she can be quite disparaging. Like, if so, if you say something like, um, I am. I am capable of making a million dollars this year. And you like say that affirmation, like I am going to make a million dollars this year. I can do this. Mm -hmm. Then Queen's going to go, okay, let's just look at your numbers for a minute because last month was a 5k month. So I don't see that realistically happening. Now, if you want to make a plan for how you can make a million, we could do that, but do not lie. Now is not, Mm. he's not there for that. All right. The other ones, soldier, peacemaker, they're there for it. They're great for affirmations. Priestess okay. is not that good because you don't okay. have the energy is not outwardly driven in peacemaker. It's mm, about resting, yeah. It's receiving and you will receive such sumptuous messages about mm. your greatness always. 
right. when you allow to be receptive. And so then affirmations become what unuseful. I, I can't think of the word, but mm -hmm. they're, they're, it's like a gun, a knife to a gunfight. Like why? They're right. useless because the phase, if you're leaning into the phase as it is meant to be used, mm -hmm. it's so powerful that it's doing the work for you. There are, you would not be able to divine an affirmation as beautiful as what you will receive in, in priestess phase. Yeah. Uh, people around us learn from what we do, not from what we say. So if you are a parent and you are believing that no te lo mereces, you're teaching your kids que no se lo merecen. If you are um, like the eldest daughter of immigrant parents, you're teaching your younger siblings that. So it starts with you and you are worthy because every single one of us is worthy. You don't have to go get a six-figure paying job, a degree to be worthy. You're just worthy as you are. Mm -hmm. And it's the people who end up landing the opportunities that they want isn't because they've done more than you it's simply because they believe that they deserve it so knowing that just like the people in your life that you love and you know that they deserve it how can you give yourself that same compassion and that same love because when you are telling yourself that you don't deserve it you're giving everyone else the message that they don't deserve it either and that's not the message that i think anybody listening to this wants to spread yeah. so you are just by literally being here on this planet, you are worthy of having everything that you desire. And when you have everything that you desire and you believe in your worthiness, you're helping everybody around you also reach theirs. Bueno, creo que todos tenemos muchas inseguridades, muchos fantasmas en nuestra cabeza que nos impiden tal vez sacar todo nuestro potencial. Eh, y creo que todo eso viene de, de nuestro aprendizaje, ¿no? Del, por ejemplo, si tuviste malas experiencias con algunas personas y pues como que te van haciendo chiquita uh -huh. o chiquito, bueno, creo que todo esto nos va impulsando, ¿no? Eh, yo lo que recomendaría es justamente que dejes atrás lo que dicen los demás de ti, siempre. <ríe> o sea, uh -huh. yo sé que no es fácil y que no es un trabajo de un día, sino que tienes que irlo, eh, pues, construyendo poco a poco. Eh, oh. Me perdí un poco. <risa> bueno, pero es, es que es demasiado lo que tienes que hacer. No es, te digo, no es algo que vayas sí. a cambiar de la noche a la mañana, sino simplemente que, que hagas lo que a ti te hace feliz. O sea, estamos en, en el 2023, en, en el año en, la, en el que salió la película de Barbie y que tiene un mensaje súper importante, ¿no? Eh, y sí, la vida es súper corta como para estar tratando de complacer a los demás o haciendo algo para otras personas, ¿no? Si tú quieres aprender sí. a bailar así seas malísima, pues a lo mejor no vas a ser campeona mundial, pero pues te va a gustar y lo vas a disfrutar y te sí. va a hacer feliz. Y pues si eres feliz, es, es lo importante, ¿no? No vinimos a sufrir. O sea, la sí. vida a veces es, es dura, sí, pero pues hay que tratar de sacarle el jugo y, y pues aprovechar esos momentos y esas cosas que nos hacen felices, ¿no? Si quieres empezar un, un negocio, por ejemplo, yo a veces me pongo a pensar, bueno, ahora que tengo el, el código FIT, que es mi negocio, y te digo, yo mucho tiempo lo estuve meditando de, lo haré, no lo haré, es que, mm. ¿qué van a decir mis conocidos? Este, me van a criticar. Sí. Ahora me pregunto, ¿qué hubiera pasado si no lo hubiera hecho, no? Eh, realmente sí. yo estoy súper contenta, estoy súper orgullosa y lo puedo decir. <risa> um, muchas veces como que nos, nos dicen que reprimamos esto, ¿no? Que, que si tienes algún logro, no lo grites, ¿no? No. Ok, sino que al contrario, o sea, si, si lograste bajar un kilo, si lograste hacer tu emprendimiento, que lo disfrutes, sí. que lo grites, 
porque no cualquiera es capaz de hacerlo, pero el primer paso es empezar, ¿no? O Sí. sea, eso es lo que va a cambiar tu vida, empezar o no empezar, es como la dieta, el ejercicio, lo que tú quieras, puedes Sí. ser una persona completamente diferente en tres meses si decides hacerlo, ¿no? O sea, siempre, si no siempre te vas a preguntar qué hubiera pasado si lo hubiera hecho, 